So you've come here for the truth. Well, we've got the truth and nothing but the truth. Here are your hosts, Robert A. Bianchi and David J. Bruno. Welcome to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth with your host Bob Bianchi and Dave Bruno every Saturday at 10.30, podcast dropping on Wednesdays. We have a great guest today, Dave, very proud to have this guest, and this show is about mindset uh, and success and, and, and scaling of businesses and things of that nature, but this uh, is one of our own. You want to make an introduction? Absolutely. Christina Hall is with us today. Welcome, Christina. Thank you. Christina is our newest associate at the Bianchi Law Group. She is number six. Seven here, our seventh attorney at the Bianchi Law Group, and Bob Ofar, how we have come. Mm. Um, Pre-COVID, it was Bob and I, uh, two, at the Bianchi Law Group. And uh, present day, Christina brings uh, a tremendous amount of value to our team, and she is number seven. And a, a unique ad for us, Bob, because Christina retired from the appellate division after 33 years as an attorney at the appellate division, and she was the director of Central Appellate Research. And we're going to talk a little bit more about what that is and what she did there, but her specialty is legal research, brief writing, and really providing support to our team of former prosecutors here at the Bianchi Law Group when we need it to supplement the legal research in the cases. Yeah, I, you know, Dave, when we came out, one of the things that I wanted to do was to run this very much like we did in the prosecutor's office. And what I mean by that is having specialties in certain areas so that we can give a more fulsome representation to our clients. What a lot of people may not get, Dave, because we say appellate division and things like that, and, and everybody kind of maybe glazes <laughs> over. But, you know, I'm a trial lawyer. You're a trial lawyer. We're two New Jersey Supreme Court certified criminal trial lawyers. I'm the, we're the kind of guys that go in there with a bat and, you know, hammer witness euphemistically, of course, <laughs> uh, in the courtroom, in front of a jury. But there's a whole nother space in the, in the law, and that's in appeals. And when can you appeal? And are you legally doing things correctly in the trial court, what it is that we do, and having access to somebody, and this is what we had in the prosecutor's office, where you could call up, and Christina's been knocking it out of the park, got an issue about this, got an issue about that, can you tell me about this? Most lawyers are waiting till like after the case to send something to the appellate people. Uh, we love that we have an appellate person with us right now, and when we're on our huddles which we do a couple of times a week where we're going over all the clients' cases. Christina is a force multiplier because she can give us that appellate perspective, which assists us to get even a more optimal result in the trial courts. Now, just my last point, we do use and have used appellate lawyers before at the Bianchi Law Group. Uh, we've done it on a per diem basis, and some people do it that way when we've identified issues. But there is nothing like having the real deal like Christina. Mm -hmm. She didn't get to the position of being a director a director that in, in charge of over 20 lawyers, they're going to be close mm -hmm. to 25, that lend their expertise as lawyers to the appellate division judges in the state of New Jersey when they have a hard time understanding a legal issue. Wow, I'm blown away. Yeah, the reason why that's so important, too, is because we're at the trial level, and that's where cases are prosecuted and cases are tried. And then the appellate division is there to review the trial court records to determine if there's any errors that require reversals. So it's so important for trial attorneys at the lower level to know the law know what the precedent is, how to interpret statutes and rules, to not make mistakes, to have to redo cases or get things reversed. Cutting edge changes that are happening day <laughs> in and day out. 
trending. I mean, absolutely. Every single day, there are new cases coming out from the appellate division and the New Jersey Supreme Court that have precedent over day-to-day operations for all lawyers. Mm. So it's important to stay up on all this law, know the law, know how it applies to each individual case. And Christina is here to provide support, and that is her expertise, to be able to dip into the, the precedent and read the cases and help us interpret and really be prepared uh, in the courtroom. You know, it sounds like we could sit there and do a whole show of us bragging about Christina, but uh, <laughs> let's get to a little Christina here, right? now. I mean, it's really amazing. We're really, really excited, and we got a tease at the end because there's something else that we're going to wind up doing with Christina that is amazing. We'll be talking about that on the other side of the break. Yeah. But Christina, listen. Uh, thank you very much. I mean, you had opportunities to be with any law firm, you know, coming out with that impeccable record that you have and um, and, and experiences that you have. And you chose us. And, and we're very proud and honored about that. And tell us a little bit about what your job experience is like, what you do. Because I don't think most lawyers even know there is this unit that even exists. No, yeah. they don't. And, you know, it was such a great job. I really think that the appellate division in New Jersey is one of the greatest courts in the country. You can count on an appellate division judge to have read the record, and sometimes there's boxes of them and briefs. And, you know, know if your case gets there that it will be taken very seriously. The problem is, and and Dave, you were talking about, I think it's so critical, is when it gets there, it's on paper. It's a paper transcript. It's a paper exhibit. So if you as a trial judge, a trial attorney, don't address an issue, if you don't look for the discovery, if you don't do your job right, and by the time it gets to the appellate division, you know, we're looking at a blank record. Mm. So it's so, so critical at that very first stage of the trial to have everything like exactly the way you should know the issues, you should know your discovery, you should know what motions you need to make, you should know what new law is out there. And that's just critically important. I, I must yeah. admit, Bob, you know, because we, we put out the ad for an appellate attorney. And when we got Christina's application, I, and, and I've been practicing a while now, had no idea that this appellate, uh, the Central Appellate yeah. Research Division even even existed. Me too. Um, so if you could, please tell us more about this division in this, this, this central appellate research division in the appellate division, what it does. So in New Jersey, you have a right to appeal from every final judgment. So appeals to the appellate division run the gamut from A to Z. It's administrative to criminal to you name it. And some of the appeals are small and some of them are huge, with tens of thousands of pages and complicated, complicated briefs. So what Central Research does is we pull the the more difficult, the harder briefs and where uh, help to the appellate division judges on those bigger, bigger cases that a law clerk in their one year clerkship is just not going to be able to do. So that's what we do. And a lot of the attorneys have expertise in certain areas that we can be relied on because it's a huge, huge workload for the appellate division judges. So you know, obviously the judges make the final decision. They're the ones who, you know, review the law, who decide um, to affirm or to reverse or something else. But we do research and we write for the appellate division in the in the hardest cases that are in New Jersey and some of the most interesting. Yeah. And, and I want to talk to you about <clears throat> the fact that, and again, it, 
I, I can pat you on the back because you deserve it. You started out as one of those lawyers. Correct. And then you went through years of that and and, and made it to the director's position in charge of 25? Yes, correct. And some staff, too. And some yeah. staff. I, I, I just want to let the, first of all, how, what do you think was the reason that you were so successful? And I think that even lawyers are going to have difficulty understanding, well, maybe not lawyers, but, uh, you know, even non-lawyers, but the amount of responsibility that is being given to those lawyers to assist judges that are making the most important and consequential legal decisions that mm -hmm. affect the entire legal system in New Jersey. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, I started out, uh, I loved research and write. And I had been in, I did a clerkship and then I was in private practice for a few years, but I just wasn't getting any research and writing you know, responsibility really at all at that private practice firm. And when I saw this ad, I just jumped at it for research and writing. And I didn't even know exactly what the job entailed. I'd never heard essential research. Mm -hmm. And I remember interviewing with my boss and I said to her, you know, so, so what do you do? And when she told me, I just said, oh, I would love to do that. And I think that was part of it. You know, I have such enthusiasm for my work. I really enjoy it. I like doing a good job with it. So I moved up from, you know, regular research attorney. And then I was a supervisor of a group of people where I was in law journal when I was in uh, law school and notes and comments editor. So it's kind of like that where you would look at their work and, you know, check citations and make sure the law is all correct. So I did that for a little while. And then I moved up to the director position a couple of years ago. I will listen. We have to take a break right now, but we're going to come back on the other end and, and more with Christina about the project that we got coming up uh, and, and much more about her success. But you're listening to WMTR Radio. It's nothing but the truth. Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno. We'll be right back. At the Bianchi Law Group, our team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys specialize in criminal defense and domestic violence cases. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today. Welcome back to WMTR Radio. It's nothing but the truth. Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno. We have Christina Hall with us. Uh, I know you have a question, Dave. Christina, just to follow up on that last answer you gave. So... I think that a lot of people don't get, like, as a trial lawyer, I'm very, very comfortable. Now, could I go in front of the appellate division and argue appeals? I've done it and write a brief, but it's not my skill set. There are very few people that could be both good trial lawyers and great appellate lawyers. Usually the two are very different disciplines. Mm -hmm. Explain that a little bit to us. Yeah, it, it, that's a really great question. I think for a trial attorney and something that I am really enjoying being here. It's a little bit more, it's a quicker pace. It's more like you're on your feet and you need to answer a question quickly. In the appellate division, you know, we get a brief or you're writing a brief, you know, it's limited to these issues. You have a little more time to pull it together, to read through the transcript. Um, it's just, uh, it's a more difficult research I think in the, as a trial attorney, what is so great is you have to be quick on your feet. Yeah. Where an appellate attorney, it's a little bit of a slower, like more complicated process of the law itself and the writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the writing, I was and the writing because like I, you're <laughs> doing, you're doing so much great work for us and we got to, this is why I just love it. Yeah. I could write something on the Miranda issue. We are actually dealing with one of those right now. And, and you're listening to us pepper you with concepts and ideas and you're reading transcripts. And I would tend, I've always heard this from appellate lawyers, Bob, you're writing like you're trying to win the case again. Yeah. Um, you don't need to do that. And, and you're able to really crystallize that Thank down you. in appellate talk, which I love. Dave. Not only appellate talk, but also 
Um, our strategic partners out there, our attorneys that follow us and they yeah. watch our content that comes out, you guys are in for some great blog posting because Christina is helping us with this now. Every Thursday, Christina's going to be writing and she has a column for us and really on the appellate division cases that are coming out, the precedent that, that affect all of our, our lawyers, the, the criminal lawyers, the matrimonial lawyers, and we're going to be selective and putting out content for those that are in the family practice, the domestic violence context, rules of evidence. So everyone's going to be seeing those Thursday blog posts come out. But even more importantly, Bob, let's talk about the new project. What are you? What are we working on right now that everyone's gonna be very surprised well, I, that BLG comes out with? You know, I'm gonna hold off on that for a second because I'm gonna ask Christina one question before we get to that question, which is a great question that you had. But why? Because I think it yeah, one no, meets the other. Why? Why did you select us when you had this, such a high level position? And and did you make the right decision? I know in front of us, you're gonna say, but I know what your sentiment is, and I like you to tell our audience. Yeah, it, it was. It was our conversation on the phone. It was your enthusiasm. It was the way you were looking forward with the things like, well, I don't want to jump the gun. <laughs> we'll yet. talk about it in a minute, which is something that I love to do. I think it was your attitude. I Seriously, when I talked to you on the phone that first time when we interviewed, I thought, yeah, I, I'm going to go work for them. I think it was the enthusiasm, and that's something that I really share about my work. It isn't something every attorney does. I was nervous to jump from having worked 33 years, you know, in the insulated world of the court system to jump back into private practice, but I felt really comfortable after talking to you. Enthusiasm and ethics and vision, I would say. Yeah, you know, it's actually it's interesting <laughs> you say this because I'm thinking as we're talking about it, you could have easily jumped into a firm that just does appellate work if you right. wanted to. You could have just retired yeah. uh, completely. Um, but you chose a trial law firm. Yeah. Um, and so when I think you saw the vision, and I, at least I felt this way, I was like, wow, she realizes that she could be a force multiplier to what it is we're doing and vice versa. And you're on those huddles. And what I love about Christina is that she's like a efficient in water. She jumped right in when we have our morning sessions and she's bringing, you know, heat to the, to the game and, and really uh, being a complimentary force. But when we talk to you, are we ready yet? About you have something you want to say? Or <laughs> I mean, I like the segue. You're talking about our huddles right now, Bob. But that's and, what I'm doing. And that's the key, right? Yeah. yeah. Huddles, for, for those that don't know what a huddle is, is we're up to seven lawyers. And every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're on a telephone call at 930 where we collectively work on all of our cases together. So a primary attorney will have a case and will be reporting on client communications and what's going on in negotiations and, and evidential issues and strategy. And we do that. And yeah, Christina has added value to be on the huddle itself and help with complex legal issues that pops up on the huddle. But, Bob, what did we start to call the huddle? So, listen, I love the huddle because it originated from the concept of when we were prosecutors. We always sit around a table, even if it was informal, right? And we talk about the cases, and this one has experience doing this, that, and the other. And this is what we've been doing since we've you know, opened up our firm. It's a great thing for the client, but we were passing on. So, like, it gets salty sometimes. We always say the huddle's sure. not for the faint of heart because there can be disagreement. And I, I tell you, you don't agree with me, let me know. We have one today. I think we should go about it this way. I think we should do it this way. My experience tells me this. Sometimes we have more experience 
attorneys, lesser experienced attorneys. Sometimes those attorneys have dealt with one kind of case, but not that kind of, this case, that, or the other. And so we're all kind of wrestling with it. And in the end, comes to me, is where you're rubbing that, you know, polishing that rock and it becomes a diamond. Um, so we were got to a point where we were laughing to ourselves and we said, maybe we should not use the term uh, huddle and we should call BLGCLE. And CLE, for those of you who are not attorneys, is continuing legal education. This was many, many months ago before we met Christina because we were like, man, literally they should videotape the, the, the discussions that we are having and then we make great continuing legal education uh, seminars. And then all of a sudden, what did we do, Dave? Well, we've been speaking uh, and providing CLE credits for other providers. We spoke Bob recently at the State Bar Association talking about the art of negotiation and plea bargaining. Um, myself with NJAJ and some other organizations. So we've been lecturing and providing CLE credits, but we've been doing it with other providers. So the huddles and we started to call a BLG CLE and we said, why? Why don't we have a CLE company to expand the knowledge, to present to other lawyers about continuing legal education? And it is <coughs> happening. Bing. Boom. <laughs> you know what, what I love about it is like, we're talking about business and being entrepreneurial and scaling and things of this nature. We have such – look at Christina with the, the skill set she's got, our skill sets, the skill sets of our attorneys in the office. We have a lot of value, at least for a guy my age and at this stage of my career. Uh, you know, I've done all this. I love doing it. Don't get me wrong. But I got this feeling – I need to do something different. Sure. I need, and usually people that are my age, at least, uh, they want to start teaching people. They want to start passing on the knowledge. Like my father passed it on to me, and, and then I try to pass it on to you and others. And what, what a platform that we have that we could do this in a way that, to our knowledge, no other continuing legal education course work company has ever done. Yeah, certainly not the way we're going to do it. I mean, Bob and I have been on television regularly since 2013. We have put two studios in our office. We're sitting in, in one right now where we are filming Nothing But The Truth. If, if you haven't seen it, nothingbutthetruthpodcast.com has all the video from all of our guests that we have interviewed. And we're going to use the same studio and the same equipment for our BLGCLE presentations. And it's not just us. We're going to be using our strategic partners and colleagues from other areas of law. And we're going to be presenting on some very unique presentations and content that most haven't seen this way. Yeah. And so what better person to make the director <laughs> of this uh, BLGCLE? It's an incorporated company now. And uh, we're getting approval to... To be able to give these lectures, which is a little bit of a task from the business side point of view. But Christina, when we were talking about blogging and then starting BLGCLE, you were all in. Tell us what your thoughts were. Yeah, I was so excited about that. Um, I have done CLE classes uh, working for the judiciary, and I feel really passionate about especially teaching new attorneys, we would get the new law clerks in and we would do, you know, an hour on administrative law on how to write a brief on how to do citations, which is something that is really not taught so well in law school sometimes, at least in our experience. And then while I was in um, Central Research, I co-authored the Standards of Review, which is just this 100-page list of all the standards of review on appeal. And that in itself could be, you know, 10 or 11 CLE classes. Like, what standard is there? So I, I made a motion before trial and I lost that motion. 
can I appeal it then? Do I have to wait until the end of the trial? What is the standard? What does the judge look at? You know, all of that is so important when you're writing your appeal. So yeah, I'm so excited about this because truthfully, I thought when I retired, the thing I wanted to do was teach. And I thought maybe I would, you know, teach at a law school. And, and then when I talked to you guys, and it was the combination of everything, it was both the research and writing and the CLE courses and the blog posts. It was exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. And, and here, what I think is a lot different than if you just go into a traditional venue and teach, which I've done for a long right. time and things and, and, and lectures and stuff, is you're the creator. Mm-hmm. You know, which to me is like, uh, you know, we've got some ideas that are pretty off the hook. Yeah. And there are things that I wish you know, that I'm turning for. Like, I wish I knew this and I wish I knew that. And the, exactly. a lot of times you see it coming on the listserv or uh, people like, hey, do you know somebody? Do you know this? Or do-? You just talked about standards of review, for example. A lot of people that are not lawyers aren't going to know what that means. But all I got to say is down the road, when we do a lecture on that for the lawyers mm-hmm. that are going to be listening to that, you want to laminate that bad boy and mm-hmm. you want to have that there just like you do your evidence rules because you don't need a judge asking, what is the standard? of review uh, for this particular motion in this yeah. case standard review like proof beyond a reasonable doubt preponderance of the evidence things of that nature exactly. in addition to the that's trial stuff right then you're talking about the appellate division and things there so right like what kind of def- deference the appellate division is going to give to an issue of law where a trial judge makes an issue of you know renders an issue of law as opposed to you know finding a witness is credible or not you know there's different standards of mm-hmm. review for the appellate division and it's important to know those there's nothing like, you know, I mean, the appellate division does such a great job, even with terrible briefs, but we do see a lot of them where, you know, the attorneys are citing unpublished cases. They're not citing them correctly. It's not the correct standard of review. You know, by the time you're in a couple of pages, you're thinking like, what can I rely on in this oh, brief? Boy. Like, why are any of these arguments worth my reading? So Thankfully, we have sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you just see the value that Christina brings to BLG huddles, blog posts, briefs. Also, we are here to handle appeals as well now. For all of our strategic partners, all areas of law, you need an appeal filed, brief written, you come to the Bianchi Law Group. We have Christina Hall ready, willing and able. All right, let's do it real quick. That's the end. I wish we had more time, but you will be back Thank again. You. And they'll be seeing you on BLGCLE and all the stuff you're writing <laughs> for you. us. Great to have you, Christina. This WMTR Radios. Nothing but the truth of Bobby Anka, Dave Bruno. will be uh, airing on the radio at 1030 on Saturdays. Dave Warshik, I think they found the uh, podcast. Nothing but the truth podcast.com is the one-stop shop for all the videos. And if you guys haven't seen the videos, go and take a look. We've had some excellent guests on already. Um, but not only the videos, we're in podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, various different places to get that content. And also, if you like what we're doing, please share it with somebody else. Give us a like, comment. We appreciate your feedback. Be well. Thank you, Christine. You're welcome. The Bianchi Law Group, a team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys. But here's the thing. He put himself in a box when he said... Relied on by CNN. Fox News, MSNBC, Law and Crime, and news leaders across the country for our criminal defense expertise. In a search warrant, you have to have probable cause that a crime's been committed and there's evidence in a particular place. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today.